give a shit about this, but yeah, we're, we're renting out our place. Oh, you are? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it makes no sense to, right. to, to leave it. Um, we are coming back in March, but we did the, we did the math. We're going to be staying for three or four months. Cool. So it's much better for us to like Airbnb it or get right. one of those month-to-month places um, for the duration and then just rent out the place. That's to, cool. To yeah. Actually, yeah. we, we got really lucky. And this is when I realized that I should not be selling anything because Nikki's <laughs> much better, much better at this. So, so we, you know, nobody's renting any, anything in downtown Chicago, right? And I was kind of thinking like in the best of times, our unit is like 23, 2400 a month, a month. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was kind of thinking like, all right, we want to get this done fast. We want a reliable tenant. I would start out at like 22, 2100 yeah. with parking included and, you know, all as all well. Nikki's like, nah, fuck that. We're not doing that. Like 2400 plus far, plus parking. <laughs> she wants to get money <laughs> off it. No, and <laughs> she, for her. she does that every, for every single thing. Like we, you know, we, we, when we were selling furniture, I'm like, eh, it's not worth anything. Like just ask for 50 bucks, get rid of it. She's like, fuck no. I paid $600. I want 400 for this. I'm like, there's no way someone's going to give you $400 for that couch. And then somebody just offers her $400. And I'm like, how are you doing this? Like, like every That's single awesome. time, she likes, she like just m- makes a killing. So she actually found a tenant, rented out the place, got him to sign an 18 month lease. 18 month? Him, charged him an extra $100 for the market. So when you come back, where are you going to live? <laughs> when we come back, we're basically going to get a month to month in somewhere one of the, else. Somewhere else. Yeah. In downtown Chicago or wherever we feel like we're going to Well, we have gonna, an extra room if you want. Thank you. Steve we'll, does. Steve does too. We'll we'll figure out. Like the whole house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> whole house. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean it's it's just it's amazing. Just just she going like fuck. Nope, we're getting. I'm like you can't sell that. That's worthless. She's like nope, nope. Somebody will want it, and she's usually right. She's like, wow. Yeah. No, she's always right, Ross. Come on. <laughs> you know that. You know that. She's usually wrong in traffic. That's. Oh yeah. Don't get me started on driving. <laughs> No, let's not go there. Yes. So who drove in today? Or did you train? We took the train. Oh, okay. Cause, yes. Because your so, family's in for the day, right? They're out playing. What are they doing? I think they're allowed here. I told you it was no big deal. I mean, as, but they don't want to sit in the office all they day. See the, so, they want to see it at some point. So they can come in. And they're, they're over at uh, the Bean right now. I think they're going to Wrigley. Um, they may stop by here. I mean, all they have to do is like sign in at the desk downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a guest. I'll be wandering around and then they leave. Your wife can say that she's Sean Flannery and your son can say that he's Dion Calendola. Exactly. I mean, they're about the same height. So they're about the same height. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. (laughs) They're coming. Well, they may come in this afternoon. Talking about Connor. (laughs) Connor is about the height of Irk. He probably weighs as much as Irk. Yeah, I bet that 12. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Your son's got some muscle on him. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Wait, where's Chris? What's he doing? He had a call. He said, no, I, I don't know what he's doing. Let's chase him, at least. And we expect Carla to show up with a six-pack. A six-pack. Well, I told her if she I doesn't, so. our friendship be, is over. It better, be not be a, uh, better not be Diet Coke. I mean, she can bring Diet Coke on top of the beer. Yeah, exactly. But she needs to come in with a, with a six-pack of beer. Right. Um, actually, I saw her this past weekend. Oh, there he is. There's Chris. I just sent you a note. Are you coming or not? That's that's that was the note. You're here. You're here. Yeah, you can you sit. You were what? Hmm? I thought you were saying something. No. So nice nice thing about uh, my son being so small is they don't charge him on the train on the metro. They think he's like eight years old. Really? Yes. <laughs> so I buy passes for my myself and my wife, and he's free. Nice. That's amazing. He's not that little anymore. 
he's pretty big now. Yep. You'll see him this afternoon. Yeah, he's. I would think that wouldn't be true, but <clears throat> right. What do I know? What do I know? So your um, your th- was this a small group coaching thing or this? Yes, it was a small group. Yep. And who's your coach? So it was Gabby and Garrett today, and then Gabby and Garrett. Yeah, both of them. That's P W. Yeah, that's all P W C. Right, exactly. So it was myself, Gabby, Garrett, and one other person from Group M showed up. Okay, and but like, you didn't have like a game changer coach. No, nope. Well, that's interesting. This is kind of a how are we gonna apply these things to our <clears throat> our business. So it was a follow up group. It wasn't. Oh, okay. It was a follow up group. Yep. Okay. And uh, since everyone's on summer holiday. Uh, Garrett's like, let's just do this next week. This is not worth our time. Because I'm sure he has a lot of other things to do at PwC. Yeah, I don't know what so, that group is doing. How the, you know, are they yeah, I don't full know. time for us or what, what they're up to? But So, I mean, he, he was he killed it right away. He's like, okay, no one's here. Let's do this next week. I'm like, hey, let's, let's just talk. He's like, no, we're going to do this next week. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Garrett's an interesting guy. I, I he is. He was my one-on-one mm-hmm. coach, um, and he does. He's kind of got like time when he has time, and when he's engaged and he's all in, he's yep. like yep. all in. But there are times where he's just like, nope, mm-mm. yep, we're out, not going to happen. So he moves on, <laughs> and, and he's very almost two-faced in that. Well, I've also noticed that with um, the vendor we, we, we've been working with, you and I, in uh, out west, yep. they're always quick to say, okay, we got three minutes left on this call. They're very strict about their 30 minutes, and they're done. Oh, I think, um, I think she is a – you have these pure play project managers or, mm-hmm. or people, and, and they they're pride themselves on – Keeping to schedule, mm-hmm. hitting dates, doing what they do, mm-hmm. and I think she's just one of those people who's yeah. like, and, and it's somewhat about being respectful for your time and right. somewhat being respectful about her own time, right? I'm sure that that's that's a piece of it. So I don't mind that at all. Um, so we had a call last week with that vendor, and we had an engineer that joined our call, and he was tricked. He had 30 minutes to devote to us, and then he just dropped. He's like, okay, got to go. Sorry. This is my time limit. I need to go. So They're an interesting group. Right. Yeah. That company. Um, we had the call with the their legal team, and that was a an interesting conversation. I'm sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll debrief later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely will. Um, so uh, we should probably roll into this. Uh, we are the Worldwide IT Guys, and um, a little bit of a different makeup of the group today. Uh, so I'm Steve. Chris. John. And Ross. Um, this is this is actually the... It's di- summer. The, no, no, summer this is, hours. This yeah. is the Diabetes Podcast, because, I mean, we are basically 50% diabetes in this group. So. We are. It's, well, <laughs> but that, that balance is potentially going to get out of whack, because some others may join us. Um, the the, uh, the female group may come in. Which I hope they do. We now have a group of females that can join us, which is kind of nice. Um uh, but I'm curious, what what you guys, what did you spend your week doing this past week? Has there been anything uh, sort of hot in your in your list of things that you've done? I, I took the kids to Run Fair. I haven't done that since the 90s. I'm sorry, you did what? We went to the Renaissance Fair in Kenosha. Okay, that was different. Different. Well, we usually go to like we go to Comic Cons and we go to different things, but it was just like a rundown. <laughs> version of an amusement park. You need to talk into that. Oh, microphone. that's fine. Yeah, so... 
A rundown <laughs> version of an amusement Yeah, like, park. imagine, like, Santa's Village, and you go there 30 years later after no one's run anything. I love Santa's Village. I, I, I really liked Santa's Village growing up. Like, we went to, when I was little, we went to, like, Deer Forest, Santa's Village, like, all a little... Going to Deer Forest now is really kind of scary, too. Yeah. It's just how many ticks can you pick off the animals or yourself before you leave is kind of the new game there. But it, it just... I remember going when I was in high school, and it was like this small little town of just little things you know their performers there was the torture room there was all you know all these little things that they had and now it's just like hey go watch this guy perform and do something really quick because that's kind of where we have it when we're done tip them and then it was kind of like all the markets it's all market stuff like do you want a leather bound this do you need a cape do you need pendants do you need you know a purse made of leather huh so it's kind it's kind of neat but it felt more like a rundown town or a rundown uh, Frankfurt Fall Fest. <laughs> I, I, at, <laughs> like, the ri- at the risk of showing you know my colors, I have never in my life wanted to go to a Renaissance <laughs> fair. And there's no part of this that I can even sort of put myself in place sure, to go. Yeah. So what what was it that's different? Because it seems like that's the whole point, right? They want to make money from you. Right. <laughs> right. But like there used to be rides. You used to be able to do like. Even simple things, ride ride the ponies, or there was fun little like, I felt like there was things that we did when we were there. Now okay. it's just like a couple performance people here, and they're not like they're all set up. There's a pole, and they do the runaround thing, and there's a stadium, a pole. They do like the, the Festivus pole, okay. <laughs> the, the Festivus pole. Yeah. Has, like they do the uh, the celebration where they have all the ribbons and they run around yeah, and okay. they do the different yeah. braiding, so it looks kind of cool. And they do that every two hours or whatever it winds up being. They had a woman there who had cats and rats, and it was the Circus de Sewer was her oh. performance. Which, nice. So the rats ran across her legs, and they went up, and they jumped through fire, and they did different things, and at the end, she, you know, tip her for her performance. Wow. And so I, <laughs> I, 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 can't, well, I, I can't do much better than this, but um, last week we went to uh, Michigan. Um, my family has a place up in Michigan, and it's the the magic capital of the world. Magic the, capital. All yes. Right. So last week was Magic Week. So you have a bunch of creepy old men <laughs> <laughs> running around trying to do magic tricks, pulling quarters out of your ears. Going, exactly. Get it, away is, from me. it is so weird. <laughs> um, do you get to keep the quarters? <laughs> no. They're yeah. Exactly. So we were up at Magic World. Nichols. Last week. Interesting. And, uh, that sounds weekend. pretty bad. Uh, and it was. Uh, there seems to be a semi-theme going on here. I had my family share with me. Have you guys ever seen this? Um, there, there's a there's a group. I think it's a YouTube channel, but it's called Bardcore. Oh, no. So it is somebody or a group of people or talent around the world has taken to taking popular current music and doing it in the old medieval bard style and it is ridiculous to okay. hear some like a Metallica song done yeah. Yeah. like this old chamber piece um, I highly recommend it so it's like that I might say oh, I'll go yeah, see, see somebody that's like I was hoping to see way. things like that like that's how it was there where at least I remember it that way where there were just people breaking out in the song. And they weren't even, like, hired people. They were just people in costumes who decided, hey, I brought a ukulele, or I brought a lyre, or I brought whatever, or a flute, and I was just going to perform. I mean, you could have made the whole thing better by putting on a burlap sack and pretending you're a leopard. <laughs> I, I mean, actually, you... I did. I, I was pretending I was an onion farmer. And, I had, <laughs> and my daughters were actually in nice, like, cosplay clothes, and I was in, like, rags. And my kids were like, what, are you really taking us like that? I'm like, yeah, what, what you want me to be, like, a knight or something? I'm like, this will draw so less totally played this thing. Oh yeah, we all three of us. Yeah. You had to do that. Is well, that you don't have to. That was like it, it's nice to just because you fit in more and it's it's fun and people come up to you and people were like, "What are you doing to me?" And to them, they're like, "Oh, you guys look so beautiful." And you know, they get the compliments that they kind of deserved. Whereas I was like, "You could go home now." So You're he was very much. He's a method actor, so he had like literally shit rubbed all over <laughs> himself. So as soon as we got there, I was just grabbing it out and putting it on. You know, so same as now, right? Same as now. <laughs> I almost went as a leper because Carla would have appreciated that. So <laughs> as a leper. <laughs> 
Your arm fell off. I mean, my <laughs> my weekend was not as 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 fun. I, I did learn something, uh, which is that giving away plants is much easier than I thought it was. Giving away be. plants. Giving away plants. Plants. Okay. Yeah, I thought that it, it would be difficult to get rid of them to find that like a home for the plants that we have. Plants survive. Yeah. Okay. But I'll everybody, take, I'll take everybody. I'll take a plant too. I, I mean, I'll take one seconds, too. I love plants. <laughs> no, but that that was the thing. I thought that was going to be an issue. Like that, people were like, no, you know, we because we couldn't physically fit any more plants into our apartment, like because we just filled everything up and we couldn't do it. So I thought it was going to be an issue. So we spent the better part of the weekend just driving around and delivering. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I would wow. take plants. I gave them all away. Dude, it, it, I mean, <laughs> he's not here. It's not like giving away a tortoise. <laughs> but I, I, you know, 150 years, I would take a plant. So I actually rented a U-Haul truck because. Uh, oh, shut up! Are you serious? You, you rent a U-Haul truck to yeah, do rent, this? Rented a U-Haul truck because we a couple of them are. Well, I gotta clean this up, then I'll continue the story. All right. So, um, so uh, the thing about plants, like, there's no. There's no guilt to taking a plant in, right? And if it, no, dies, it dies, if it dies. If it dies, it dies. If it, right. you know, if, you, you know, unless it's like butt ugly plants. Like, <laughs> oh my God, what the, no, I'm not. But we did, thing. so we did have a couple of them that were, that were huge. Like we had a couple of yucca elephantitis ones that were about as tall as I was. So that's why we needed the U-Haul truck because you couldn't fit it in a car. So people wanted to take them, but like, I, I don't know how to get it home. So we took two of those we, we gave them away Carla took a few uh, there's one actually for Dion that I'm bringing in next week because he wanted one that's very small so he, he's going to get one as well it, it tortoise mm. heated so that's why he does it, it doesn't have any hair no fur yes I have the hair, the one and only hairless plant okay good good <laughs> but I did and I and I I have very so I, I had a semi nervous mental breakdown at the U-Haul facility, um, and I, I yelled at the gas station attendant over there because that's normal, that's fine. So and I realized that I have very zero, zero tolerance for this, which is like immigrants that don't speak English, because I'm an immigrant and I learned it. So when you don't speak English, I'm like, you hate I, immigrants. You hate all immigrants. I hate all immigrants. <laughs> wow. Like, how do you work? At a gas station, how do you get a job at a gas station if you can't string together a sentence? Don't they just buy the gas station? Still, like, get an employee. Like, get somebody who can actually communicate with customers. So I, I, I came in and I, because it was, uh, U-Haul is basically at the back of this uh, truck station. And you're supposed to, like, do it online and whatever. And the app crashed. So I'm, I'm coming in and I'm already pissed off. And I'm asking him, like, can I, can I just, can I leave my car where I picked up the truck from? He's like, he says something in, in a foreign language. And, and at that point, I'm already just fuming. I'm like, for fuck's sake, just English, <laughs> motherfucker. I had a very similar thing in France. Wow. Just, I lose my shit. I'm like, why? I had to learn it. You learn it as well, asshole. I dropped letters from my name in this country, motherfucker. Learn English. God damn it. <laughs> but you but you still don't say W's properly. So yeah, it, it, and I'll I'll give you a pass for any sort of accent. Just be able to, to string together a sentence in any way, shape, or form. I, I think you're probably being a little bit dr- dramatic. I, I'm sure he was trying to speak English and he was he had a very thick accent would be my guess I I, I spent a lot of time around accents like <laughs> I, I, I spent a lot of time around Serbian truck drivers that you know like from Serbian Serbia truck I come drivers. Serbian that's your native language so you're dealing with this Serbians no, Polish Asian like I can deal with accents I mean, what they could just be from New Orleans you have no idea <laughs> they have no idea what they're saying that that's true <laughs> Cajun, or they could be, you know, they could be Scottish. We we've got a guy on the team now that. Uh, I I actually I don't have a problem. I spend a lot of time watching watching English British TV. I don't have a problem with a lot of the lot of the. So only fools, <laughs> only okay. fools and horses. Allo, allo. Uh, what is that? Um, the Irish one, uh, Dairy Girls, and so on and so forth. Um, I don't know that one. That, that's a fairly new one. I think it's on Netflix. It's 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 pretty good. But, but actually, so I'm a Doug guy in our group, listener Doug. Um, 
he pitched me on Ted Lasso, who I, oh I thought God. Ted Lasso was going to be the stupidest thing in the world. Thought it, it was going to be like thirty minutes of you know, ha ha, and then a, an SNL skit that went too long. That's what I assumed it was going to be. It is a great show, it's absolutely great awesome. show. So how how far are you in? So second season. Okay. I am now, um, I think, caught up. The Christmas episode just happened. Yes, so we watched that that one this week. What a great show. Hilarious. Jen, Jen looked at me and went, this is on the list. We're going to watch this every Christmas. Every Christmas. Oh, that, that, well, that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Love Actually and Ted Lasso. Exactly, right there. Oh, that's great. No, it's Die Hard exactly. and Ted Lasso. Those are it, the it was, it was This past week was awesome. I mean, but I'm not sure why they released that Christmas episode. Yeah, it was weird. You know, kind of in our summer. The it, Apple shows are so weird on their yeah. timing, though. Like, some only went four episodes on certain shows that are on, and they're done. And Nobody can hear you. Nobody can. Really? I'm looking. Pull that down. All right. I, was, I wasn't because that was cranking. Um, no, it's so weird. Like, the all the Apple shows, they're like, they're either over already, or they're in Christmas, or they're doing Thanksgiving shows, and it's like... What we get six episodes and we're done? Do they just not have the? Because it's Apple. No, I would. I would actually. I, I kind of like that. Um, what was that? Uh, the Omens on Amazon Prime. They they did one season. It was excellent, and they were done. Oh, I'm good with that. I like that kind of stuff. But it was just like. But the timing thing, where you're you're watching a Christmas show in August. Oh, right. That's, yeah. that's what they're talking about. They did Thanksgiving and Christmas on a couple different things and we're done. I mean, I mean, I don't think we're done done. It's like episode five or hmm. six or something. And okay, so now what? In December we'll be watching summer stuff? I mean... I think it'll be done by then. I think they... Yeah, oh yeah, I guess like, that's true. They only do right. ten, ten episodes? Yeah, eight to ten, something like that. And, and they release them every week, so... But yeah, it's it, just weird. It, uh, it, I think that was episode four. It's going to be done. Four. You know, it was four. Was it four? By yep. the beginning of October. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, wow, why are we already here? But it's a great show. Oh, like it's a great lot. show. Yep. Anybody who is you know interested or looking for something and and looked at it like I did, please give it a chance because it's a terrific show. Um, like everybody we talk to now, it's like seriously, just give it a shot. It's Ted Lasso, pretty yeah. damn good. So I actually kind of have a topic that's related okay. to, to both both me bitching about people not speaking English and TV. So Kirby actually posted um, the Star Wars. Um, visions. Yeah. yeah, that looks amazing. It looks really good, but he actually posted the dubbed version. So I kind of wanted to get your guys' take on this because I think that dubbing should be made illegal, like across the board. So th- this is an interest. No, <laughs> dubstep? No, not different. Thing. That that as well. <laughs> but that's a separate. That's a separate Stop. conversation. Sorry. <laughs> That's his segment. That's later. Today. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Things that have pissed him <laughs> off recently. Today. Um, so, I asked my anime family if they, you know, this is Star Wars, which has a, um, for my younger family members, it's less of a thing, right, than the older family mm-hmm. members mm-hmm. in my household. Um and so I'm looking at it going, well, is this going to be one of those things where they go, you're bastardizing my anime by putting some bullshit Star Wars layer on top of it? Or are they going to say, no, I think this will be a fun way to tell some Star Wars stories, and I love that they're using proper anime studio- studios, which it seems they are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I truly asked them those questions, and, and they were like, all in. They're like, yes, I'm excited about this. It looks good. Um, with the exception of my daughter, who's in Asia and follows these things pretty closely and is like, well, as long as they have a proper contract for the artists and the artists are getting <laughs> their due and getting paid properly, it's like, okay, yeah, I did. Dude, no, I saw LucasArts. Right. Exactly. That logo pop up. They are totally getting screwed. That's <laughs> I mean, it's not under their brand. It's not under their. It doesn't say manga. It doesn't. It says LucasArts, right? Oh there yeah, it's big, a Lucasfilm. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah they they all got screwed. You know, yeah, they yeah. all got shorted. Yeah. I'm sure. And yeah, so, the, but <laughs> there's some you know aspect of publicity and sort of spreading the the art form right. in a in a way that 
people haven't seen potentially, right? So back to your question about sub and dub and what is appropriate. So I think I've talked about this before. My, my uh, youngest has me watching um, Attack on Titan, and we watched the, almost the whole first season as a dubbed version of it, and it was so painful. And I couldn't figure out. I was like, why am I still watching this fucking show? Right. It was it was like terrible. Um, and it may have been the content itself, and it... it Absolutely was the voice acting. Absolutely was the voice acting. Um, then we changed gears and we went, all right, we're going subtitle. Let's go subtitle and live with subtitle. And he was like, oh, well, I just didn't think you guys would like bear with it. So that's why I suggested we do the dubbed version. The subtitle version has been much better. And I don't know if that first season was just such shit. And they were building characters and they were building story and and so it was just I needed a season to get into the show, but the subtitle version is much better because I'm not focused on oh this sucks this poor kid. Oh. So just so I I absolutely despise dubs of any kind. One of the main reasons is that you know I learned I learned English by watching Cartoon Network in the 90s. If if I grew up in Germany or Greece or Russia, which are countries that dub everything, I wouldn't have been able to come here, to go to college, to, to have the job that I have. So from that... Now, wait a minute. Let's rewind a little bit. So that poor soul who didn't have... Should have watched Cartoon watch, Network in the 90s. didn't have the option, okay? Exactly. So this is for him. <laughs> okay. okay. So this Did you ever see Better Off Dead? Oh, yeah. Yeah, when, yeah. When, the, when the guys learn English from watching Howard Cosell, Howard Cosell. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, like just imagine. So here, here's a very good example. Like um, Aladdin and the 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 genie Robin Williams yep. and that entire performance that was basically unscripted. That was him riffing. No actor on earth no could do that. Right. Dubbing that is a crime. Mm-hmm. Against the movie itself, do not put the subtitles underneath it. Like you, no one can do what that man did. Like you can't dub that. You can't dub Happy Feet. You, like the Germans dub everything. They just go in. They will dub, you know, news shows, everything, and then you lose, you know, lose that intonation. You lose the feeling. You lose. You lose a portion of the of the of the movie. So so just watch it with subtitles in the original language. Like you you will get the feeling from the pe- person speaking like you sure sure so back to my example attack on titan is it is the same level of angst but because i don't understand the words that are being spoken i'm reading them the angst is coming through a little bit in how it's being spoken spoken. um so i'm still dealing with that kind of oh my god Somebody smack this kid. (laughs) You know, I'm still dealing with that aspect of it. So I do think that the content itself is what I'm struggling with. But it is much more palatable because the voice actors, the English voice actors were just bad. They were just terrible. They're they're never going to be all that good because, I mean, you you effectively just need to get it done so you can send it it to your market. So it's basically going to be like – there's that – I think I spoke about her um, a lot on this show. There's that – the the most famous voice in Romania. Uh, It was like this this lady that basically spent the better part of the 80s just dubbing all the – because the Romanians were shut down under their dictator at the time. So they really couldn't get anything. So they were pirating VHS cassettes. So basically, she was she would get get the cassette and then she would dub every single character in every single movie. Oh yeah, great! (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) And then basically, you know, she would pass around these cassettes to 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 to, to the public, and she became you know famous famous Uh in in Romania. Like nobody knew who she was, but everybody knew what she what she sounded like, which was insane. But again, (laughs) subtitles, subtitles, subtitles. I'll look up her name. I I always forget. Yeah, I'm a fan of subtitles based on this experience alone. I'm a sub. Well, the first movie I remember watching that was uh, subtitled that I I just never thought I'd be into it. Um, It was La Femme Nikita. And 
I mean, there's two things about that movie. First of all, it is an awesome movie. Watch the original. Don't spend time. Don't waste your time on there was a remake, and I think there was a TV show. But <laughs> watch the original La Femme Nikita movie. It is amazing. The amount of dialogue is extremely small, which makes it easier. That story is told visually as much as it's told um, via the dialogue and, and the actual actors speaking. So what movie in the, in the past couple of years that won all the awards was subtitles? Uh, Parasite. Parasite, yeah. Yes. I, I tried watching it when I was working out mm-hmm. on a treadmill or on a bike, and it's just too much to read but, but when I'm mean, on a bike. Have you or, never seen it then? No. Oh, you, you should watch it. It's yes, excellent, I and I mean, it doesn't have that that much text right. in there because I mean, it's. But I, it's I, I've fantastic. watched like the first thirty minutes of it, and it was just too much to yeah, comprehend yeah. when I'm working out or whatever. So just just block out like two and a half hours and watch it. It's okay. it's fantastic, and yeah. I mean, it's it's unlike, I'll, like I, I I've never seen a movie like it before. So so. Welcome, Elisa. Thank you. We we are talking about subtitled movies versus dubbed movies. As a you know English as a second language kind of person, um, do you have an opinion on reading a film versus dubbed? It's very useful for us because especially uh, when somebody uh, when there are some uh, slang in the meeting in the in the movie. Or um, like uh, some accent we don't capture. Like I'm still struggling with Australian accent. Yep. Sorry, Leo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, but uh, having subtitle, subtitles. Sometimes but you're talking about an English movie that actually is you're watching the words as it's being spoken yes. at the same time. We're talking about no. Did you watch movies? in Chile growing up that were dubbed. You had Spanish speakers over the top of American actors. When, when they replaced the audio. They replaced, uh, yeah. We, we usually, that is the open, the, the television-like movies. But in cable, you found movies, subtitled movies uh, in the original language. So you'd be hearing English but reading what was in Spanish, you know, the sometimes in, in Spanish, Spanish, sometimes in in English as well, with English subtitles, and oh, really? somebody is speaking in English. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And that that's why I say is is useful. It's like more than subtitles. It's more like a caption, but is useful. So as well. to, to Ross's point, and and I do agree with this, when the film was made, the actors that made that movie, the director was directing those actors. That was the film that was being produced. And even though I don't speak French for La Femme Nikita or, you know, uh, Korean for uh, Parasite or uh, Japanese in these animes that I'm mm-hmm. watching now, the fact that that was produced in its native language with its native speakers... I- the, there's prefer, something to that, right? <laughs> I prefer to to actually uh, to your point. I prefer to uh, listening the original audio. It's Ross's uh, point. I mean, we're, we're agreeing. The expression is different. Even the sound, the uh, the the, um, the ambient sound, yeah. like the doors that with that open or close, all of that is so fake when they are uh, dumped. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah, hate yeah. it. To- totally, agree. I figured you would. Agree and, and yep. kind of be in that same camp. Yeah, I came late to the to the conversation, but I totally agree yeah, with yeah. whatever you said. <laughs> I said that the dubbing should be made illegal, just to be just to be clear. As, as you know, Ross would it's perhaps go overboard people, on anything. It's, it's useful for uh, children, for example, or for people that don't want to, because sometimes that subtitle go too fast. I have but. I have cousins in Germany, so their father is from Egypt, their mother is Serbian, they live in Germany, and they speak English. So they wow. they picked up. Can't y'all just say in one damn country? <laughs> wow! Come so, on, damn it! So, so they they speak Arabic, Serbian, German, and English. I'm like, dude, you don't need to go to college. Just go apply for a translator. You're done. Like that. That's it. Like, well, fucking done. But and by the age of nine. 
They yeah. they had four languages under That's their belt. That's crazy. Just picked up German from school, English from TV, this from dad, this from mom. Done. That, that's yeah. People like that drive me crazy. The guy we work with, um, I, I always give him a hard time. Every time I introduced him or talked to him, you know, whatever, I would always refer to him as, you know, yeah, he speaks six languages. Yeah, he speaks eight languages. I always added like two languages every time. I <laughs> every time he. <laughs> How many languages does he speak now? Twenty-five. I don't know. It's, it's right. a lot of languages. Yeah. Okay, but but honestly, he's like Hungarian, Russian, English, uh, Chinese, um, and and a little bit of Cantonese because he's you know spent enough time in Hong Kong now. It's like holy crap, this guy. He also knows uh, like the the hardest languages too. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and uh, like the. The Mandarin, he he knows Mandarin as well, which mm. is like the hardest language to learn. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing, to, uh, impressive. Anybody that can right. speak two languages is impressive to me, right? Well, right. I I speak two, but I know at least four, <laughs> because Spanish and Portuguese is very similar. I I spent some time in in Brazil as well, so I I have certain uh, like. I, I I reached to intermediate, but now I I start forgetting. And the same thing with Arabic. I spent like seven months in the Middle East, so I I was very fluent in Arabic at certain point, but now I'm like forgetting uh, because I don't use it. But Talk to B. Mm. Yep. Talk to B. Uh, sometimes we do it. But uh, now that I'm in another role, I don't even have time to yeah, talk yeah. to people. You don't have time to for people. B. You don't, yeah. time, you don't have time for B? Come on. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell her have, that. I don't have time for friends. I don't have time oh, for Oh, man. I, I'm, you, you saw me today. I've been in meetings all day long. So it, that is my life now. Sorry. Well, welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're glad to have you with us for a little time on a Wednesday, joining us on the podcast. That's our, all I'll say. Our beer is stuck in traffic. And, what? And, and Carla as well, but, you know, who gives a shit about her? I mean, Can't she, like, <laughs> call somebody and have her pick up the beer on a bike yeah. and I mean, get a beer? in there? One. Okay, you can no. have it. It's yours. No. No. Zero. Oh, no, zero. God damn it. Zero? Zero. We have no beer. Oh, scotch it is. Oh, yep. my God. I was, uh, I was thinking on that too, scotch, or? but <laughs> I saw everybody drinking that from those cans that look like uh, uh, non-alcoholic things. So oh, I say no, no, that scotch will be too much for me <laughs> in this environment. There is so. no scotch in this room. I would like to go on record. Those are both bourbon, I believe. Oh, mm. it's bourbon? Yes. Even better. So it's simple. <laughs> Little sweetness got all that corn can, in it. Can I have some? Uh, yeah, yeah, go for I'm it. Allowed? No, please. I'm, I'm in WPP. So yeah, sorry. go, go. You're welcome to. <laughs> Edit. Uh, um, so, uh, did you see last weekend? Did you participate? Perhaps you or Sean participated in the uh, the World Naked Bike Ride. I wanted Sean to do it. Can you imagine doing that? I can't imagine how uncomfortable that would be. Uh, lot yeah, lubrication. Lubricate, yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. Seats gotta it's, get a little bit so, of. So, but uh, it's not a fast Sean, Sean as the the fittest man in our office, and he bikes a lot. Um, I thought he should do it. But it actually it, went right past our office here. It was right in Fulton Market. But would it be any more? Because I mean, I I remember when I was biking in every day. I mean, for the first. I mean, I, I I could even remove that sentence. Like my, my ass was so sore that it was unbelievable. Like it just like, constantly. Like w- does that one layer of clothing actually make any significant difference? It's the chafing, I think. So the I'm chafing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't switch gears. Well, I mean, like literally, don't switch gears in writing. I mean, how how would switching gears matter? Naked? I mean, yeah, just it's on the. How do you think switching gear? Works? Well, your fingers are fine, but you're still turning your legs. Yeah, and chafing and getting. So, out. so funny. Have thing you is, ever ridden a bike before, Chris? <laughs> so funny thing is, the, this bike ride usually happens right when Neocon was going on. Remember when we had Neocon? Oh, yeah. yeah. And my brother would be up here with all of his clients, and they'd be out for dinner. 
and like a thousand naked people would just bike bike pass. <laughs> you know, and it, they always did it past the Mart. Past Neocon. Past Neocon. <laughs> so it was, it was always the same weekend, but now Neocon is, is a different... It, it's going to be this fall, because he's coming up. Where, where? Is it still at the Mart? The Mart. Or, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it's just... Uh, it's funny that... They you align know, those things. thousand eight people walk, just go riding by. Would, would you... Consider a naked bike ride. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Not. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I wear tights, so I'm pretty much almost there. <laughs> you know, you know, it's not much clothing, but I also use lubrication on parts of my oh. body. So, <laughs> sorry, Lisa. Do you want to get more detail? No, no I think no. we can stop. Let's go there. there. Lubrication. Yeah, but uh, I wear. I also bike uh, with shorts. And when my my biking shorts are wear on on the the parts that are in the seat, uh-huh. so I understand that some lubrication is necessary. For Absolutely, parts. Absolutely. Especially if you uh, go for like like my wife and I will go out for like a fifty mile ride. Yeah. For like three hours. Yeah. You need yeah something. Something to be out for that length of time. Absolutely. But it was fun. Uh, the first year I was here, uh, we were coming. F- back from downtown on that parade uh, day it was in Lincoln Park uh, at that moment I don't, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. the same parade but everybody was on their bike naked and everybody from the bus was looking at them <laughs> like wow <laughs> this well, is funny well it's and, certainly a spectacle and I, uh, yeah. we were new in town and it was like oh these guys are crazy but it, it is the world <laughs> naked bike ride so it's not just a Chicago event Oh, it's a it's different a, it's global one. thing, yes. Yeah. Because this one I I saw it was like a Chicago uh, event. Oh, could at be. That yeah. Um, and it wasn't an over the night. I don't know if it's the same one. So where where do they do it? Like just around Chicago, or do they have like a route? I'm sure there's a route. They there's have a route. To, like, yes. A, like permit with the city to. It's like the marathon, close the streets right? and. You know, yeah. I'm I'm imagining like that. You know, Chicago cop. It's you know been like thirty years on the force that gets assigned to basically sit there and sit there by. and let actually ride on a motorcycle behind them or in front of them like that that guy is not a happy camper. Well, they're not <laughs> going that fast though. I mean, and is is going to be male only or oh no everything oh no everything everything interesting. So there there I um I read these rules. So the Chicago Naked Ride, which, you know, you, you could have seen it as a Chicago thing at the time, but it wasn't exclusive okay. because it's the Chicago version of it, right? And, uh, the, you know, here are the basics. Celebrating freedom from oil and the beauty of people. Bear as you dare and ride, you know, before sunset is their goal. Um, arrive clothed in shoes. Keep your clothes with you at all times. Be prepared for weather changes. Sometimes bystanders get grabby. <laughs> at, these at, at, these hey, are the basics. I, exactly. <laughs> yep. If you're shy, perhaps you should stay toward the center and out of reach. However, if you're brave, yeah, go for it. Right go on, on the, the outside. outside. <laughs> yep, on the outside. Drugs or booze may lead to arrest. Bear may, goodies. May, may lead to arrest. <laughs> may. May target ticketing. Obey police and thank them for their help. So they, you can get ticketed because of public exposure or something. They're telling you. But it's not this a, is all you, man. It's, it's not a, a approved event in the city. But I mean, it's still illegal. You, you know, if you go out naked all on your own, screaming, you know, you. Well, maybe not in Chicago. I, I don't know. Like these <laughs> these cops. Really <laughs> who complains? Yeah, exactly. What time it, of day it happens? Like honestly, if the cop, if if it was only the cops, I don't think that they would give like two. Well, the thing is, I mean, they stuck over here in Fulton Market, so they're not like going through Lincoln Park where there's families. Yeah. They so, stay down here in the loop. Yes. Yeah, maybe they can there's wear less, like yeah. A, Light clothes and then right. uh, take them off and put in a backpack and ride the, the sure. thing. Sure. Uh, but of course, don't come naked to downtown from 
Yeah, I'm just on the train naked. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah. uh, that's my bike. bike ride. <laughs> I'm headed to the naked bike ride. Why? What's the big deal? <laughs> I'm all for it. I mean, I think it's great. <laughs> I'm all for it, too, but I, I probably would not participate. I'm not sure I want to see Flannery, though. Are you going naked. to participate in the grabbing thing? Yes. No, I will. Because I will, the bystanders I will are stay, grabbing. I will stay away from the event. Okay. Because generally I hate people. So crowds are not my thing. Yeah, especially in COVID times. I had my day of crowds. I'm, I'm done with that. I want to be alone really or with a small group. What? Really love everything about their FAQ. Oh, you're reading more about it? Yeah. Won't <laughs> um, my bike seat Chris, hurt my crotch if I'm naked? Mr. Mike. Chris is signing up for this. No, I have friends who do it, and it's like, that's great. You guys enjoy yourself. Have a nice time. <laughs> right. I've just watched and... It's slow. Like that's they're not. Oh, it's a parade. Yeah, it's I not mean, it's like a bike ride. It's a parade. I mean, they go in circles around each other, and it's like you're just kind of moving so slow. Uh, yeah, I'm not in that. That's. No. But you are the slowest moving human walk. being so but, on earth. Butt naked and at pace, you're all in. Oh yeah, because then it's just you just. You know, <laughs> okay. I got streamers. We're fine. We're just going. Yeah. You know, that's you're okay. oleed up. You're yeah. like grease. You're going I have fast. A, I have a destination to get to. Uh, yeah, it's not. Oh, there's another barricade. I gotta wait for these four old people to move. Yeah, you know. Well, I didn't. I didn't see it, and and um, I've never seen it. I've seen photos of like sure. the New York Naked Ride version of this, and um, it's like, yeah, okay. Pass. I do not want to be on a bike seat <laughs> naked at all. No part of me, especially one specific part of me, does not want to be right. naked on a bike seat. That's yeah. That's it's, where it's I. It's painful, see. as John explained. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let, let's turn maybe to technology briefly. Oh. Um, so I don't know if you guys saw this. I, I think it was shared in one of our channels, but uh, apparently. Windows 365, we talked about this a week or so ago. Um, it is the service that allows you to subscribe to a PC in the cloud. So you can pay monthly for the, the benefit of having a PC at different sort of configurations. And we talked about why that may or may not be a good idea. But I guess um, the implementation is still too early days because it is, it is a bit of a security risk. Um, there's a, a researcher who has figured out that he can actually get clear text passwords off of that machine. So Oops. Oops. Yes. <laughs> but you can get clear text passwords off of every machine in Windows if you go into, I mean, the same, th- Windows has like that Windows uh, authenticator thing, um, the same thing as like the keychain. But the if credential manager. Credential manager, thank you. It's it, But it's pulling it out of memory. So that's the problem. If it's in the keychain, it's encrypted and it's fine. If it is not in, if it's in memory, that's where they're being able to pull it as a clear text. But why is this an issue if the memory is scoped to that machine? This would only be an issue if you could, right, because you still have to log into that machine. Correct. There's all the same reason. That in itself isn't a major problem. If somebody has, you know, if a phishing attack happened, if malware landed on that machine, and that malware gave people access administratively to that machine, and other people were then logged in at the same time, this is when it becomes an issue. Yeah, but I mean, it's a non-issue simply because, like, you know, if if you are dumb enough to install malware on your computer, you're you're fucked, right? Like it, it completely and utterly fucked. Like the fact that somebody can read passwords from the credential manager. I mean, you can install a keylogger. I can watch. Like I can. <laughs> like and I can do whatever the fuck I want. If you are installing there are a, other issues, there absolutely. are like so. Absolutely. This is a like. Wasn't this an issue with Chromebooks already? Why? Why is this very, very possibly or probably? Mm. I'm just reporting on what was the latest, because this is a new service, Yeah. Microsoft has a way to actually prevent this, and this will be, it, it's kind of another state of, hey, something new that maybe they cut a corner here or there, and they'll close some of these loops mm. that will make it a little more secure. secure. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe they 
they didn't think about encryption. Okay, <laughs> well, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why. At some point you gotta you gotta draw a line and go. All right, the boss wants it shipped. All right, we didn't get to that. Get it we'll out. Get to that. Now ship it There'll now. There'll be a patch. We'll get there. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just thought it was fascinating. I'm not arguing that this. No, is it's, it's interesting that <laughs> Chromebooks have been around for years, and now Microsoft realized that oh, this is a thing now, so we have to do it, and they did it poorly. Well, but this is not. A, the same as a Chromebook. Uh, why not? Because, it's, it's because, Chromebook because you don't have a, any hardware. Yeah. But it, you deliver the this operating system. Yeah, it, but it's it's running. Internet. It's completely running in the cloud. So you can basically you can have a Windows machine on your Chromebook because you're logging in through like browse the browser it's or something. It's a full Windows machine in the cloud that you subscribe to. So it's. Your computer basically is like a client to a service in the cloud. Whatever yes. you have, I can run my full Windows, fully powered, multiprocessor, you know, gobs of memory on this phone. Not so because it's, it's running it's on this phone, it's this is just a screen for that. So it's RDP, uh, remote it's RDP. desktop. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, That's generally the concept. And it's 50 bucks a month, I thought right? it was going to be like and a... And it's overpriced, which is what we <laughs> talked I, I about. I thought today. it was going to be like a Chromebook. Like you have a sort of basic operating system and everything else is in the cloud. No, no. The, the, the concept is, you know, buy your expensive machine in the cloud and it doesn't matter what you have as a device on the back end. You could have a Chromebook connecting to it over a browser. You could have a phone or a tablet or a fully functional Windows machine or Mac, but it's that machine is in the cloud. And and it's not a earth-shatteringly new concept by any stretch. It's just mm. Microsoft's spin and packaging of this is our version of it. Well, I'm disappointed. <laughs> I mean, okay. I'm sorry to disappoint you. But this Again. does this does seem geared at like companies or whatever, like people it, yeah. that don't want to deal with like facilities and you know my, my machine this and my machine well, that. If you think about it in context of the current ways of working that we're dealing with in the pandemic, where we just hire a new person, how do we get them a machine? How do we get them what yeah. they need to, to do their jobs? Mm -hmm. How do we secure that thing? In a, in a logical way. Well, guess what? Here's a machine. We've spun it up. It's in the cloud. I don't care what you've got on the ground in your off or in your yeah. home space. Connect to it, and you've got everything you need. And when you disconnect from it, the data isn't sat in somebody's house yeah. or coffee shop or whatever, right? So conceptually, there's a lot of benefit. Yeah, but to it's it. it's it's for companies. It's definitely for com companies. Like for individuals. Like I don't see any sensible person that would be like, oh, I wish I could pay a thousand dollars a year for a computer in the cloud. Yeah, we just had a conversation about securing some data that a new team is working on, and all of those people and their IP addresses are connecting to this database. If we'd have said no. We've got all of that in the cloud. It's mm -hmm. all in the, here are your workstations. There's 20 people all working on this data set, and it's all in the cloud, and that environment is all secured. You're connecting to it, logging in, so I know you are doing what you're doing, and I don't care where you come from. It's your credentials. I can turn off your account because I see something nefarious or something happens, but the data and everything stays in that environment. Yeah, so Never basically, basically, like you know, you don't have to worry about like what's on the hard drive, right, or whatever. Exactly. Which is, which is, you know, the the, the main point. I mean, technically, somebody could always email the data or whatever, but it's. Yeah, there are certainly ways that smart people and capable people will will get around those things. But um, those aren't the primary concern. Yeah, anyway. but <laughs> it's basically a, a spinner, a virtual machine for. Working uh, through the internet uh, is not a big deal. Uh, I, I was disappointed because I thought the 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 basics of the computer, the operating system, and the applications will be streamlined to the computer itself, and you have the storage out uh, somewhere else. It's yeah, like so the Chromebook, the Chromebook concept, yeah. sure. Yeah. Sure. Because the storage is the, the the data is the actual thing that the companies are are worried about, mm -hmm. not the the applications. 
maybe the licenses, but if you don't have licenses, you don't have access to the applications anyway, right. even if you have them installed. So the the whole virtual machine concept, I still believe is is a little outdated. And unfortunately, Microsoft is, is kind of still tied to their think client uh, way of thinking. Uh, they need... Yeah, but uh, they have come a long way. I mean, let, let's... Let, honestly, um, what was it, two years ago, we were still dealing with, well, you really absolutely need to have the Outlook client, the Excel spreadsheet client, the Word client, the PowerPoint client, there are things in a spreadsheet that I still want a client for. Yeah. But I do not need PowerPoint and Word and Outlook on my machine. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. There's there's no material benefit. Well, PowerPoint is still rendering very badly in, in web browsers, uh, so I still use the client. But I agree. Uh, we well, are going away from I thick clients. I hate PowerPoint, so perhaps that's tainting my little <laughs> perspective on this. He's but angry. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I actually I, I switched to full Office 365 once I got this machine because I didn't wanna I didn't wanna install Outlook and the, the entire suite on onto my machine. And the reason was because I was looking at like so when my when this machine died when I had to take it to, to, to the Mac store I started spending a little bit more time looking at uh, the CPU usage and the memory usage of different processors and whatever. Chrome slurps up memory like crazy, but I. I spent a lot of time in Chrome. I need Chrome. I can't get rid of that. The next biggest thing is Outlook. Yeah. It, and it's it, annoying. It's, it eats almost a gig of RAM. It when, Once it crashes, my, my laptop starts to try to fly fly away. It's insane. So I was like, all right, I'm moving. I'm going to try to live in this world. The only, like, I can totally do it. The only thing that's annoying, and I don't know if you guys have this, is I get logged out every day. Like I have to re-log in every morning. That's Dion. He's doing that. <laughs> no, I, I figure yeah, that I never have that problem. I go all week. Me too. Every every morning, the first thing that I have to do is basically. Did you did you rem uh, remember yes. yourself? Yep. Oh. Yep. It remembers <laughs> my it remembers my email. It just wants my password. Oh, it doesn't even prompt me for the two factor. It just logs me out, mm. asks for my password. Doesn't two-factor me. You should you should definitely talk to Dion. I think he's fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> he's totally fucking with you. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're your I mean, perfect uh, tester, so maybe that's why. I mean, I I got I I, I mean I've earned it from giving him <laughs> so much right, shit over the right. years. So, I mean, fair play, Dion. Fair play. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly the only thing that's now pissing me off is the fact that every now Thursday, Friday. Sometime over the weekend and Monday, something is asking for a multi-factor re-authentication because so many different things require it. Because Microsoft, and, and this isn't Okta's problem, it's the fact that, all right, there's a timeout, but this client doesn't share a session with that client yes. that doesn't share a session with that client. It's those things that make it absolutely infuriating and is the problem we are having now I'm talking on behalf of my team uh, is the problem that everybody's racing with us because they think it's Okta uh, but it's actually teams for example yeah. they locked out you while you are in a meeting so you suddenly don't have ability to share your screen right or well, that's why, that's why uh, you, you are logging in, in teams you are chatting with people and doing stuff and when you join a call, so, so you are locked out and you don't have ability to even speak. I know we will not change the policy by whatever we say in this room. But can this room agree that seven days is fucking ridiculous? I don't say anything. I concur. I, I, I can't say anything. My, my only way around that is I got tired of it. I cleared cookies on everything. And at 6 a.m. on Monday morning, I get prompted in every device. And that then I'm is, done. That is my way. But I would still like 14 around. days or 21 days or something. And, uh, but I know it's Monday. I know it's yep. going to be Monday morning every week. I, but I, it took I a long time to get there. A very senior IT person who <laughs> has said to me, "I just change my password every Friday now." 
Change? Oh, really? Change? <laughs> no, I that's... just change my password every Friday. Oh, that God. That is not necessary. And then, and, it, and then everything is in alignment. The, the problem is things get out of alignment. But I drink on the weekends. No, How am I going to remember that Friday, password? If you change your password once on Friday, which is what I do, I wait until Friday when I see all these notifications. I usually wait until the, the last Friday before my account expires. And then on Monday, I, I do everything else. And all my sessions renew on the next Monday, and I start, as Chris said, fresh on Monday. I, I just but how, how many? do all the, mm. the logins. But I agree, Phone, it's a pain team, because Microsoft Windows, doesn't have know, a session, a, a unified session for all the clients. Yeah, so but you I mean, have to do your own thing to align all the sessions at the same time. So I agree that you don't have to change your password, but the yeah. solution is lot. semi-elegant because if you change your password... Every session gets updated at the same time. Sure. And if you you are using the same authentication, and that's why we, we call it single sign-on. But unfortunately, Teams doesn't share session across their thick clients. Right. You oh. do it on a browser, and you have all your apps logged in once. But unfortunately, with thick clients, it's Microsoft. So this problems. is something else that you're benefiting from by moving to... I'm no longer using any thick clients. I'm just using a browser. You have none of these problems. Yep. <laughs> oh, you're getting flagged, though, because you're living in Serbia for the next <laughs> six months. So you're flagged. So Red flag. the seven days. I mean, I'm okay without email and Teams. I'm fine. No, and then it's still seven days, which so, is still stupid. It desensitizes people to the message. It totally makes people just click the button. So I will. I probably should not be saying this, but the Android client, Gmail, the Gmail client on Android, keeps the session for the duration of the password for three months. It doesn't log you out after seven days. I don't know how. I think it's a bug. Nobody fucking <laughs> fix it. Nobody fix it. <laughs> Nobody <Yes>. fucking <laughs> fix it because it just it just works. You change your password. You log in. And you're good for three months. They're busy going to the, you know, the moon. You know, all, all those billionaires. They can't fix these bugs. Yeah, I can't fix these bugs. Yeah, whatever. Um, Actually, you might be able to download the Gmail app on, on iPhones and log in through that. Yeah. It but, might be able to. Well, you have to request Google Authenticator as your second factor for Apple. Right, right. You can do it. Yeah. But... You don't have to. I mean, I have the Okta one. You can make your phone number be the second authentication if you it, really wanted it to be. Google Authenticator, well, I shouldn't say this, but Google <laughs> Authenticator <laughs> is, is a second factor, uh, an enabled second factor. You have to request it. Yeah, right, you, you don't have to. You can just log in. You can just add an account to, to Gmail as as a different type of an account. So for no, me, but I mean for your corporate thing. Anyway. Yeah. We're, we're going to we'll wander away from this for a minute. For two reasons. Number one, we need to wind this down. But number two, my laptop is going to die. Okay. And, and I wanted to ask one very quick question. I, I am convinced we are at the end days. Back I think I mentioned this last week. Yep. Last week. Um, so two things, the, the, or three things that are signs of the end days are happening. Uh, it is mid-August. And we have the first sightings of pumpkin and Oktoberfest beers. For fuck's sake. For fuck's sake. Am I right? Okay. So pisses me off. Okay, that's number one. Um, we have anti-vaxxers charging the offices of the BBC, but getting the address wrong and that actually showing up somewhere else. So that's number two. Shows how stupid they are. And we have, um, this is an honest-to-God headline on a news publication Unvaccinated sperm is the next Bitcoin. How do you vaccinate sperm? Okay. What does it mean? Because I have I have been saying this for you years. Can't <laughs> we need to get rid of the GFCI outlets on hair dryers. Okay. So here, Where hear me out. He going? I, no, 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 I, hear I, me I, out. I don't understand either way. I don't understand how you can. <laughs> she doesn't understand your sperm. sperm. And then what? What does it mean? The hair dryer there. No, no, no. hear me out. Hear I me out. The there is logic. There is logic. Dryer. So we already, we already have GFCI outlets in our bathrooms. 
But apparently we had a whole bunch of people that thought it would be a good idea to hair dry their hair while in the shower. So we had to add additional GFCI outlets to make sure that those go off so that those people survive. And we have been letting those people survive for a very long time. And, and now, that's why we have now we have problems. Anti-vaxxers going to the wrong... If, if we could have anti-vaxxers actually go to the BBC. Exactly. If we haven't done this, we could have actually had them come to the exact right address. You know, if, if, on, on, on January 6th, they might have actually done some proper damage if, if we didn't have the GSI outlets. Pumpkin spice beers while they're doing it. Exactly. Exactly. So what I'm saying is one GFCI outlet per circuit is enough. No. You have to have it within five feet of the, the water. So to, to answer the question, just briefly apparently people believe that because they are not vaccinated they have pure sperm which is more valuable than people who've been vaccinated in their sperm oh is this because of the infertility thing no yes it's going to be infertility issues they're going to be you know people with like tails and horns being born because of the vaccinations (laughs) right all of these things. Everyone's going to be chipped, too. You were capturing certain sperms and putting the vaccine on the sperm through, I don't look, know. Look, look, for years I've been trying to capture sperm, and it, you know, <laughs> it doesn't last. I'm just saying, okay? <laughs> yeah, that, that was my, my concern. Maybe we were trying to do that. Kind of experiment. Just I hope not. Steve, Steve I mean. with, a, with a net in a strip club <laughs> just going around just like, I got this! <laughs> got him. <laughs> Caught one. Well, we have been the Worldwide IT guys. Thank you. We will catch you next time. Thanks for listening, Thank everybody. You. Bye. And now, where are we going? Because you, you have family you. and whatnot. Oh, they're up in Wrigleyville, so they're they're not joining us for lunch. No. Outside, okay. please. I remember that you said you always finish our podcast with your phrase, and you haven't said it. It's too late. It's, no, uh, we've, you, we've already closed the pod. So no, you we said, talked about you this last say, week. I'm hungry. I've been giving shit for saying it. <laughs> Dion thinks I so should always say it he's as a not, result. He's but, not here. But no, no, he's not the guy that thinks I'm giving. You know, he's not the guy giving me shit. For oh. He's the guy that wants me to keep saying it. Now you're playing his role. I mean, the seat. Maybe it's the seat. It is the seat. Totally. The seat. Yeah, I'll fix it in I, post. I, I tried to speak a little louder and I tried to participate even more. So. You did a great job. This oh, was a good you. podcast. Well, I don't know about that guy. I can't do can that. Can we go? Those damn immigrants. Wow. Learn our damn language. Thanks, Ross. I'm <laughs> <laughs>